0: Hello, and welcome to Shakespeare, the official Lionface Productions podcast where we talk about Shakespeare. My name is Chase, your mostly quiet producer. Today, we conclude our discussion of comedy of errors with friend of the show, Michael Portius. If you live in Northwest Ohio and would like to get involved with our organization, be it to act direct or anything else theater related, please reach out to us at facebook.com slash Lionface Productions. You can also find us at facebook.com slash Shakespeare and at Shakespeare Pod. And now, on with the show.
1: Yeah, I need to read
2: it again. I'm a I'm about to hit it because once I, once st- I hit July 4th, July 4th is when I reread um, Fear and Loathing. Mm. I am still... which which you can read in like three hours. I am still... and I suggest that if you do it, just get as fucked up as humanly possible. This year, I think I'm gonna take acid and try to read that book. <laughs> the the full experience. Yeah. I am, I'm gonna get into it. I'm <laughs> <it's> gonna get <laughs> you're weird. gonna see those lizard people. I I also don't think I'm gonna read it. <laughs> I think I'm gonna read the first two chapters. I think uh, it's gonna stare be, at the wall for a while. I think it's gonna be the same way that I was doing. Um, no, those uh, letters
3: will become boring, and so you won't know what to do except for to stare at something, because whatever you're staring at can't possibly be as boring as whatever was on that page. Also, going to the bathroom is
2: boring. <laughs> I I I think that. <laughs>
3: That's what's gonna happen. Acid is a thick drug.
2: Listen, acid is the only reason that I believe there is an afterlife, <laughs> and all these fucking scumbags that is, exist in this world, we gotta deal with it. We gotta deal with it soon because they're all coming with us.
3: No, I don't want them with us.
2: Because instead of us watching, like.
3: Everybody's an asshole. If you walk into a room and you're like, hey, asshole, everybody turns around. Instead what? of us
2: watching a thousand people walk into one room, Cassie we're does. watching the she same organism walk into the same room in a thousand different timelines. That's right. You're always the right. reason why these things exist, I'm, I'm going to get weird. I shouldn't get, get weird. Get weird? I shouldn't get weird before we start talking about this fucking play. Because, get weird. because all of these experiences have to exist. For us as human beings to be able to transcend the reason why suffering exists in the world is because every human experience has to be felt so that all of us can absorb and understand it when we become the same
1: thing. And that moment was brought to you by the other beer I brought for tonight's <laughs> podcast with the funk.
3: I hope we're going someplace after this because I need to sober up. <laughs>
1: That, was, the, a wit, that fuck, was a wit the was a wit. the fuck moment? are you going to
2: sober up in Bowling Green? There's 33 bars in one place open 24 hours a day that serves no alcohol. Uh, and know. I'm not going to the fucking racist-ass fucking Waffle House. Oh, My, I thought you were going to talk
3: about I just importance. figured we'd go someplace where we could have a... Uh, you know,
2: oh, I'm also not highlight. going to the place that hosts talk with a cop they nearly fucking arrested me at the last one. <laughs> I walked up. I was like, "Hey, hi, Michael. Really nice to meet you, Officer Bear. Cool, nice to meet you." Um, there's, oh, there's, Officer Bear. There's literally oh no, one. <laughs> there's literally one unsolved murder in Wood County. Why is this less important than you guys having access to crowd suppressing? Military vehicles. And, and, and I was... We do th- have here. And I was thrown the fuck out.
3: Oh, That surprises me.
1: <laughs> it shouldn't. We've met. <laughs> Mike gets thrown out of places on a regular basis. <laughs> especially by cops. <laughs> I've been there.
3: I've seen that happen. No, I've never seen you get have I've only... I've, I've, I've only om- now,
2: in my defense... I've only been unjustly thrown out of someplace once. (laughs) I like that we're going to note the difference
3: between unjustly and justly thrown out. And that was
2: uptown downtown when I went outside to have a cigarette. Then when I tried to come back upstairs, they said, you "You can't come back in. You threw up all over the bathroom. I was like, the fuck I did!
1: (laughs) I remember that
2: night.
3: (laughs) Uh, I've only been thrown out of one bar, and it was justly. For we did, in fact, spill a drink all over the pool table. And then ran the other way around... And Skedaddle.
0: <laughs> so that was less being thrown out and more you left.
3: It was all Quickly. on our friend Alex's bar tab, and the bar tab ended up being hundred and sixty dollars for that night. The three of us drank very well.
1: <laughs> oh, like I've never had a hundred and sixty dollars bar tab. I've had. A bar- I drank an entire three months' worth of my paycheck. I
4: did. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I've gotten John I've helped me gotten, But it was also so
2: I've gotten a paycheck the, either you've, Seen my bar tab And gone Mother fuck Cause I'm gonna tip on this And I'm definitely Gonna overdraft
3: But us, always tip They let us put, Always tip
1: your They let us put our drinks
3: Against Ryan's paycheck And John and I Were drinking Dollar drinks Most of the time So that should tell you Either how little They were paying Ryan Or how much John and I drank
2: Or how weak Those drinks were we that's drank the, a that's lot the, of
1: dollar gin and tonics. That's the there fucking Bob's Burgers
2: joke of Are you telling me you didn't water these drinks down? Last week I had 15 bloody marineras and I wasn't even buzzed. <laughs> I love John Bob's one des- once
3: decided so, Dollar Well Night for a while was just any well drink. So he was ordering Well Long Islands. <laughs> One which I you see. can make <laughs> they didn't taste good
1: <laughs> well but, actually you might as well only make well long islands anyway because it, they're going to taste like any other long island So there's no point in making a top shelf long but, island I don't know, I don't night, know.
2: Heath, Heath puts away some fucking top shelf long islands and to Heath's eternal credit he
1: always dips <laughs> but you're still putting coke and sour mix <laughs>
2: kind
3: of Kind
1: of. With a bunch of booze.
3: John made it to six in one night, and Ryan and I taking him home, it was it was like all of the... It was like Weekend at Bernie's.
1: It was. Trying
3: to get him, because we walked. <laughs> None of us could drive a car at that point. No, we, we were
1: way too drunk.
3: All the way from downtown to the apartment, which was by the interstate, it was four, two miles off.
2: Don't talk to me about Drunk John being a chore, because... <laughs> I remember I remember in the opening month of Hellfire when he had Dara Green break her fucking acrylic all right. nails off all right. his back. So
3: I believe that nobody gets to
2: say Don't talk
3: to me about John being drunk at okay. a tour no, to correct. Ryan and I. Because Ryan correct. and I took care because of an entire is, summer.
2: Because that is your that has been your tour and your burden for a very long time.
3: Nineteen years, and I wouldn't and trade honestly, him for anything, not that he listens to this podcast.
1: Honestly. He I apologize. He's, he's been, been my he's been my best friend for twenty years. So truly, truly I've been there for some of oh. this. It,
2: Ryan has the full access to. He ain't heavy. He my brother. That's right.
3: No one, you know, who cleans up the vomit in that apartment. You know who cleaned it up? It wasn't Ryan, and it wasn't John.
2: And Chris was in Italy.
3: And Chris was in Italy, so he couldn't <laughs> even
2: be accused. Jakub. <laughs> now he was probably throwing up all over Rome, but from what I hear about Rome. He was because just putting t- vomit into other piles of vomit. The,
3: the number of times I got calls at what was his three in the morning and our, like, two in the afternoon of him just, like, I Hammer drunk. Him, I drank all of the wine. Well, I used to
1: get calls. No, it was. There's no wine in Rome. His, his, <laughs> his, his, his three I, in the on, morning was me on. driving home from work. It was, like, 10 yeah. p.m. And those were the best drives home from my security job when I was working security up in Toledo. Was Chris Roars calling me up going How do I get home? I I've crossed this plaza before. Oh, Chris. <laughs> Come on. He, he doesn't even wait for you to say hi. He's already having a conversation <laughs> with himself.
3: Hold on one second, let me see if I can figure out a way. Jira uh Oh, hold on, they speak English, good. Do you know...
1: Where the fuck where my hostel lives? Where I live.
3: <laughs> where, like, are you trying to... I'm not sure if you're trying to yell English at me, or if you just have, Nope, you're just a drunk American. They would go to, like, dinner, and they would have ten they bottles of wine. of wine. <laughs> ten, he's like, I couldn't eat the food. It was fish. I like fish, but not when it's looking at me, and then... <laughs> There were my, eyes my, uh, my on te- my fish. My teacher was like, the eye is the best, and he picked it out, and he popped it in his mouth, and that was the first time I threw up today. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I hadn't even been drunk yet. And that was lunch. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and now, I have had a conservative estimate, 13 bottles of wine.
3: He came back from Rome with so much <clears throat> booze, and I remember he, he thought he was so cool because he got in that bottle of absinthe, and then we were all too chicken to open it. Because once we opened it, we had to finish it. And we didn't know what to do. <laughs> so now that... It's just like the four locos that hang out in the back of the fridge. <laughs> when four locos were going illegal, and we're like, let's go get four of them. We will need the four four locos so the four horsemen of the apocalypse can come. And <laughs> like, yay! Let's drink watermelon four locos! Uh, and then we all stood there and stared at them in the fridge.
2: <laughs> well, like, I did. There. Is, is, in- is,
3: is tonight the night?
2: In uh... your defense, I did also tell a horror story about those, like, original recipe Four Locos. That's what
3: we had. We bought yeah. those before they went down.
2: Because Bobby had them, and Bobby was continually like, hey. You want the good g- stuff? I got the
1: good Four Locos. <laughs> I got the good ones. <laughs> because Bobby, our uh... friend, my our, co- my cousin. <laughs> our friend, Bobby. Mike's cousin. Oh, my gosh. Was continually like, hey.
3: I'm don't really, look
2: don't don't take those for my I have the good for of I'm
3: really <laughs> glad that I told your girlfriend at your birthday party. Don't worry. When we're all sixty or in a nursing home and we're eighty, it's still just gonna be the same ten fucking stories. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Bobby used to let us buy whatever we wanted.
3: Exactly. Whenever we wanted. There's, Bobby there's, let there's me buy Bobby let
2: me buy beer after one AM.
3: Speaking of stories that are continuously told over and over again. Oh twins
1: Is twins. this a
3: <laughs> Beth Gway it's a Beth way, and it was not that bad of a Beth way.
1: You oh, hadn't even gotten no. into it; you just yeah. kind of stalled out.
3: That's, I anyway, so I we're gonna completed it.
1: Hey, this is episode forty-four of the Shakespeare podcast.
3: Forty-four, twin fours.
1: Mm. Oh, uh, uh, that means we oh, got a like rare
2: palindromic number. Honestly, you guys plan this out really well. It's yeah, true. It's, it's <laughs> not, that that's true? true.
3: That's not true. This is happenstance. <laughs> <laughs>
1: This is That's this I've written a on a post-it it. note. This, all that was of my shingle no We have
5: yet to do. We're going to choose the next one by closing our eyes and pointing. It's very. That's tiny. a very small post-it note. I can point at all of them <laughs> with one say, finger. I have a ham <laughs> fist. Don't you Let's test me. Yeah,
3: with
2: this. We're going to straight Timon. to Timon of Athens, and I can figure out where with, with this,
1: <laughs> this. fucking meat, meat <laughs> fucking <laughs> paw here. With these hands? With these hands? You can't kill
3: the bunny? With these hands? You're so money, baby, oh, you don't even know it. This is the
1: Shakespeare Podcast. I'm <laughs> Ryan Halfill.
3: I'm Beth Roars. Cassie Greenley. Chase
1: Greenley, And our very special guest, once again,
0: Michael Porteous.
1: Welcome back for episode 44, Michael. We're really glad to have you here. And this has been a fantastic night. Recording the Shakespeare podcast. I'm really hoping the
3: Greenleys do not have to work tomorrow. I know Chase doesn't. No, I don't. Yeah, he He doesn't have to work because it's his birthday tomorrow. Oh, Uh, that means it's gonna be his birthday soon. 40 minutes while we're recording. Somebody set an alarm. Oh no! I opened it back up and I'm still on Wizard Tonight.
0: Alright, get out of here. 39 minutes till Chase's birthday. Also, I don't have to work tomorrow because I work at a traditional style bank. And we are
3: not, oh not wow! Going. Look at oh. that. My middle finger came up real but, fast. I didn't know. I that. didn't know
1: how this machine worked. Is that <laughs> because
2: you have to work tomorrow?
3: I do not have to work tomorrow.
1: What? No. You have a Sunday off too? And
3: in fact, what follows up a heavy night of drinking better than a one p.m. brunch? <laughs>
1: Yeah, she's going to a brunch with my wife tomorrow. I know. It is
2: always I even, dope. Where are you guys going? Manhattan's.
1: Nice. That's a good brunch.
2: They have. I love real- that
1: you're going to brunch after normal lunch hours, too.
2: <laughs> but I wanted that. So we're going to a we,
1: 1 p.m. brunch. So we're wait,
2: going to wait. an early dinner. So wait, but
1: they be- will still give <laughs> me
2: pancakes.
3: We decided on, like, 1 p.m., and then we're like, where do we want to go? And I'm like, uh, it's Sunday, and the only thing I want to go out for on Sunday is Manhattan's brunch, usually. How would you like chocolate-filled crepes and prime rib in the same meal? <laughs> well, who wouldn't? Would you like to have a free mimosa included with your meal and a Bloody Mary bar? Well, we're, uh, we're okay. in like, yes, yes. yes. I, I, go,
1: I go with the Bloody Marys.
3: I find that going to the theater, I am so much more open to the experience in the moment of that live theater After a Bloody Mary If and I'm wasted when I go. <laughs> and from hosting uh, sold houses, which the Village Players, by the way, could host a sold house for whatever your particular fundraising need might be. I find it's always better when they bring their own... Shameless bride. plug. Yeah, I'll shamelessly plug the Village Players all day. No props. I'm good. Yeah, they're dope. They're, do- they're yeah. dope. So when like the Rotary come and they bring their booze, First half of the play is great; it's fine. Second half of the play is hilarious. <laughs> they love oh, us. I wanna the importance do... of being earnest is so funny to them. Can you imagine comedy Errors?
1: Well, it's about Jim Varney's life.
3: Uh, actually, comedy is So I pitched, I pitched Midsummer, and I will pitch a Shakespeare show for the village every year until Touloul-
2: until you, you do it.
3: <laughs> um, and once they get you like, get they the right it. one, and I'll come but, do it. Well, I'm. I am going to be directing, a. we're doing a Night of Poe, so I'm going to direct a Poe part of that. Cool. I'm aiming for Fall of the House of Ushers, but Larry also wants Fall of the House of Ushers. Fall of the House of Usher is great. What about
1: Cask of Amontillado? Cask of Amontillado. So
3: we bought the rights to a staged version. There's also the Raven which is going to be Poe writing the Raven and the characters coming out. So I, mm-hmm. I might aim for that as well. Because, sure. so, That's a good
1: one. I used to have all of that memorized. Chris, I don't think I'd do it. You might here. have to
2: cut this, but you do know that you know a person who wrote an original score to The Fall of the House of Usher, right? No, I didn't know that. John Gosling.
3: Oh, I didn't know that.
2: That was his fucking senior thesis. That was his thesis project. Was writing senior, a score to The oh, Wait, I thought his the senior f-
3: thesis was finding a way to compose music on the Wii.
2: No. <laughs> No, but no, he that was did, did
0: on, the, on
3: the halftime. That day. was just he that was just
2: the fun. shit he did yeah, to busy cause, his cause like, to, to, to make, busy his broken music. If the brain.
3: theremin can work like this, why cannot the Wii work like a theremin? Oh, it can. So yeah, it was
0: pretty cool. No,
2: because cool. I I went to his senior he, presentation, which so, was the John, silent I'm, film of *Fall of the House of Usher*, and they tore out all the music and everything under it, and it was John's music.
3: I'll have to remember that, because that'd be pretty cool to do. John, so, I met a boy, when I and I'm going to say boy for this, because that's what he ended up being. Um, When I first came to college, I met a boy named Aaron, who was so incredibly talented at music, and just everything he did, he was great at. And I watched him destroy himself. He's the only person I've ever met who's destroyed himself with pot.
4: Hmm.
3: Everybody else is just like, dabble, 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 dabble. But by the end of it, he seemed to be completely unable to even play the violin, at which he was... And he was amazing
1: at playing the violin.
3: Like, it brought me to tears. He was so good. John Gazda, not that I am making any kind of call to what he has done drug-related. I don't know. I literally don't know what he's done. But he is... um, No, I don't want to list. (laughs) He is, for me, like the redemption of the Aaron character I met when I started college. Because he is who I thought Aaron could be.
1: And it's Doing so, crazy shit like yeah. making a theremin out of a weed, And it's and, so great yeah. to
3: see somebody who was so brilliant when I met him, see him grow for four or five years, increase his brilliance every year I knew him, um, and, and just continue to put out incredible things, but with that same acumen that I met him at. like I met Aaron and I met John, and they were relatively the same person in my mind, and then I watched one destroy himself and then one just grow. And that's why I love John Gossett, because he, like, redeemed this weird character arc that I held on to for a billion years. Stop nodding your head at me. I found five dollars. There was a birdie flew away. It's <laughs> no, I'm, I'm
2: genuinely enjoying your story. I was just going to ruin it. Right. And John could smoke him the fuck out. Love you, John. <laughs>
1: this Car- I, hope, I wait, wish John Gossett would listen Carlsberg to this. I don't think John This Carlsberg might
3: does. be uh, poisoned, so I need to test it out, because mm. um, you guys are going to hang out with me close over it, right? Oh, so, yeah. why is, right. so why do um, you test I, it?
1: Before we get into the meat of this, we're going to get it out of the way now. We're going to play, Make Cassie oh. Drink This Beer! Oh. I love that <laughs> like we've it's... It's literally the... the only reason I came here. With the funk.
3: It, I feel like we've gotten that now to a tone that's akin to like a sports event. boo, boo, boo! Boo, 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 boo! And she's smelling it. She's making that face again where she laughs where she hates it when I... Just, I love the I love golf, hated golf it announcer. In, she, she
4: hated it immediately.
3: Or yeah, what well, she could hate my commentary. Let's find out. Oh, she's redding herself. Stiffening the spine. There we go. There's the breathing. We center ourselves. Center. Nope. She oh laughing. no! We're laughing now. We're oh, laughing. She's, she's laughing so hard to drink. She's so laughing what, Michael, too What do you
2: think, Elizabeth? Elizabeth mm-hmm. She's not centered right now, she's not that's a bad way to go to drink this beer. Michael,
3: I've got a question. What do you think the over/under? We, we don't talk betting habits very often. What are the over/under? We can make her laugh so hard that it comes out her nose, and she smells it for two weeks. As a horrible gambler, Elizabeth, I will call it four <laughs> one. <laughs> Four to one. I like Better that.
2: odds than you can get on most derby horses.
3: I don't play the horses. I lost at least two children that way. Let's get right <laughs> yes, back her, into her, this. Yes, I
1: heard. Older right. children.
2: So, we are back on the field, and her head is in her folded arms. The I, beer is far away from her. I'm Honestly, th- there are some people on the internet who are you know, currently betting she's not going
0: to drink it at I all. I haven't <laughs>
3: seen... Greenlee put in this poor of a showing since that one time where she was back in Muncie, and I know Indiana's a hell of a state, but she did not drink a the beer. that Hell day. of a state. She was not able to drink the beer that day. Let's hope. Let's let's all give her a moment of silence and see if she can do it. <laughs> I've Green- never been to Muncie.
2: Greenlee. Moment of silence. Green-ly.
0: Audience, I please. Can't Audience,
5: drink please.
2: Anything
3: right a, now? A hush comes over the crowd. <laughs> I hate
5: everything.
0: <laughs>
5: oh, oh, oh! She does no. not like it. A she triple,
2: like... a triple it's like, it's like, shake on that sour, one, sour alcoholic
0: quite,
3: quite, quite, lemonade. Oh, sour alcoholic lemonade. That's Mike's hard liquor. This is better than that, or you spent too much money on it.
2: <laughs> a triple head shake. Don't, Beth, have did you, you ever seen this before? I
3: have, I have. Once before in a 17-year-old boy trying blood Ice for the first time. This one, however, I was surprised at the length of the tongue out afterwards, as if she wanted to extract the offending organ from her own It head.
2: looked nearly as though she would get full Shakespearean and bite the tongue straight off.
3: Oh, that would have been a bloody mess. Would you even say that would make her teeth bleed?
2: Absolutely, Elizabeth. Teeth a-bleedin'. Teeth a-bleedin'. Excellent. Now that we have done
1: it, <laughs> make Cassie drink this beer! Uh-oh! We can get into... Uh, after, after a 20 could minute watch cold Netflix? open. No, I don't. I don't. You don't After to, a, I don't. After a 20 minute cold open. Be
2: charitable. We're losing half of that. Let's,
1: no, we don't lose anything, hardly. Chase,
3: Chase doesn't have time to edit
0: this podcast. I love him no. shaking
2: his head like, there is no fucking nah, way I'm nah, editing nah, shit you it guys it do. Point, I know
0: where it goes out, and then this. Uh,
1: very, very rarely do we Unfortunately, ever Unfortunately,
0: I don't get paid for this one.
3: So, you'll notice that he is drinking from a mug with an image from another podcast, because he does seven podcasts.
0: I do. I was not being quite. truthful.
3: It's not I'm, quite seven. But that's that's not one of these. And is. in fact, no. aren't you going, isn't that Night Vale?
0: This is Night Vale, yes.
3: So, it is from a Chase podcast. does not style. produce I am a terrible God podcaster. If he did. I am a terrible podcaster. I do not listen to many podcasts. Sure. I do, however, listen to Night Vale because I really enjoy it when people quietly talk to me about disturbing things. I've got, I've got, I've got
1: four, really. <laughs> one of them is this one.
3: There's a grammar one out there that I really enjoy. I spend a lot of time. I,
1: I, I you are do. the grammarian. I, do listen, my mother I do listen <laughs> to She's one of everything. Chase's podcasts. I listen to another path.
3: Oh my god! Why is Carlsberg so bad
0: and so good?
1: I listen to it's the so offshoot. Mm. It's like Zach an and Griff's Apple. multiversal pet shop. Oh, have
0: you gotten on that train now?
1: I have. Nice. Um, I am way behind on all of my podcasting, and I also listen it's to like Neo Scum, Bud which uh, shout and out to Bud Casey Band. Tony positive ah, does not listen. To he doesn't. But if he did, that'd be baller. Yep. An emergency. By the way, um, actually, shout out to the whole Neoscope crew. I love that podcast. So let's, let's, get
2: let's if Dak dies, I die. Let's
5: <laughs> let's jump in. All right. So one of the things that we asked Chase to check in on early yes, last episode yes. was whether or not was She's which play this. came oh, first, good. Twelfth Night or Comedy of Errors, because they are both about twins. And wacky mistaken identity hijinks.
0: And I am genuinely sorry to report, this one came first by a significant margin. Damn, this one's the egg! (laughs) Yeah, this, uh, um, they don't have an exact date for Comedy of Errors. It's roughly between uh, fifteen ninety 1590 and fifteen
2: ninety four. That puts it. That puts
1: this early. <clears throat> command of errors is
2: really hard because it was several times over a command performance mm-hmm. that was done for very very few people before it was ever done for a lot of people. Gotcha. And this
1: that that puts it fifteen ninety 1590 to fifteen ninety four. Puts it very early in his career. Whereas twelfth night definitively sixteen oh one. So you know what you know what though
3: that just means he okay, was anyway. writing hey he that was... crazy play we did that was a little off the wall let's how about if I simplify yeah, that
1: find it back one is... set of twins
0: let's workshop this let's take this to a group let's talk about let's... it let's take ten years mull it over well maybe, what? It no, no, no no if no no it what it goes, what it so is
3: as you like it and comedy of errors did really well what happens if we just schmoosh them together simplify a couple of things in there. Get rid of the forest.
4: Let's go from
1: here. Well, what also means that this play was written around the same time he was writing the Henrys. Which means that Comedy Ugh. of Errors was also his break from the Henrys. <laughs> from the Henrys. And at the, at the end of the long road of, of uh, you know, through Henry...
3: Oh, we don't even have a choice on what the next six, one is. It's gotta be Ricky Three, Cause we gotta finish up the stupid fucking Henriette! We have to finish
1: the yeah, Henriette! That's, that's oh, right, Ricky Three is next. Don't but. say
2: that, because we have a whole plan for picking it and yeah, but I mean, can... we, can't, we can't throw it
1: out. We can't throw out the the original. Yes, we can, I In just say we can. So Cassie this,
2: this whole <laughs> this whole thing is happening while he's doing the Henriette. This is the the comedy palate cleanser because as a playwright in the elizabethan era of england you gotta keep changing up your shit Well, you, you gotta, gotta change paid. it up and you gotta change it up every week
1: yeah you gotta get because paid.
2: you need to put something else on you can't just have your shit sitting around empty and unperformed because well, that's why he's got and everybody else is like seen it fucking seen it Got, it's
1: like turning off your reruns. That guy's going
3: to get the crown in the end and then lose it. He's got, Joan of Arc's going to come on and it's going to be weird.
1: He's got fucking groundlings out there that have been like, well, fuck, man, I saw this yesterday. Where's my where's my S- new
5: shit? Save your penny. And so when we got tired of all the Henry's, it was like, here, two sets of twins. Done. Here you go. But we Double we, twins. We specifically were talking about this in relation to Twelfth Night, even though we haven't talked about 12th night yet on this podcast but there's a lot of similarities between them yes so start there are. with the shipwreck and twins torn asunder
2: and i would really like to talk
0: about that shipwreck
5: <laughs>
2: because would
5: you like to segue into the ship so sh- we it. have a post-it All for right. the shipwreck i would
2: like to segue into the shakespeare you universe. have you have to oh the scu
3: if you're gonna make a segue it has to be terrible
2: I would like to talk about the Shakespeare verse. I think is <laughs> as bad a segue with what everyone else was talking about as I could possibly fucking. <laughs> no, it's just
3: <laughs> abrupt. It's not bad.
2: It's just abrupt. I'll teach you later how to make a terrible. <laughs> <segment>. <laughs> Beth is so, great at terrible. Segment. So there, there is, there is a theory amongst Shakespeare scholars that Shakespeare had a mind for. The universe in which his plays took place. The shared universe. Specifically the plays that are not histories.
5: Right. Because obviously the histories take place in the same universe.
2: Obviously all of those are like the real world and he's like,
5: this is how it really happened.
2: He said those things. Isn't he a motherfucker? (laughs) Or isn't he great? Isn't he the fucking Lion of England that we've all dreamed of?
5: It all depends on which one's on the throne. (laughs) Sorry, you missed my joke. I heard
2: your joke. I recognize your joke. I missed it. I love. I, 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 I said. I said. I called him a motherfucker. and, said and she said Shakespeare never Shakespeare wrote didn't a play about do an Oedipus, Oedipus version, mm. which is argued by some <laughs> Hamlet scholars, but not me. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's an interesting so
5: interpretation.
2: Shipwrecks are a popular thing that oh, happens it is in this. Um. There is the shipwreck that kickstarts The Tempest, which you guys have already done. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yes. The Tempest one of my favorite comedies.
2: There is in Merchant of Venice, a shipwreck, a shipwreck that wrecks all of his uh, merchant fleet. His merchant fleet who also miraculously show up at the end of it. The same way at the end of The Tempest, everyone fucked up mm. in the shipwreck is miraculously, miraculously fine. Yep. So that starts the idea that all of these shipwrecks are the same fucking shipwreck.
3: Why not? That's like the Tarzan, frozen, Little Mermaid theory yeah. of Shakespeare. Now, on- I don't a, know what
1: you're talking about.
3: That the, the
5: shipwreck that the Little Mermaid sw- is swimming through- is actually the shame. same same ship. ship where Anna and Elsa's parents died but they didn't actually die they okay, just Okay, well Hans, Hans
1: Christian Andersen didn't write all of those stories. No, but Disney so that's interpreted not true. them. Oh. It doesn't matter. Oh, all right. Well, Hans Christian Andersen didn't Hans write all of them. Thank you so
3: much for telling me what matters in life. I really appreciate it. <laughs> you're welcome. All right. So, while we're talking about shipwrecks and this SCU, something that's imp- I feel important to bring up at this point in time when you're talking about restoration in theater there are going to always be some themes that come up, such as uh, the Wheel of Fortune, so the turning of the wheel. Um, Shipwrecks will always come up for that exact same reason, for that um, incredibly fast turn of fortune. So the general population during this Restoration Theater times of Shakespeare and Marlowe and all of these, that turning of the wheel, that there is this capital F Fortune who turns the wheel of fate yes, and one day fortune. yeah one day you could be at the bottom one day you could be at the top the shipwreck is used throughout all of these people's plays so the uh, well, Duchess, so the duchess Dush- of Malfi has a shipwreck in it um, there are shipwrecks in uh, lots of Kit Marlowe's plays so these shipwrecks is a great the way Spanish to
2: tragedies. Yeah, the Spanish tragedy is basically an entire shipwreck, shipwreck.
3: Um, <laughs> it's a train wreck, shipwreck yes so it's this like instant turn of that Capital F Fortune Wheel. Um, and every time we hear about this, and it happened in this play as well, you hear the capital F Fortune come mm-hmm. up. They're not talking about the general fortune.
1: They're not talking about money or... It is, it is, yes.
3: it is in the same way... Luck. It's lady luck, Yeah, fortune. in the same way that people talk about lady luck and luck be a lady tonight and that kind of bullshit now, back then it was very much fortune smile upon me. This... Was well, an Meg-
2: anthropomorphized yeah. well, and and because so many of these of... plays take place in the same imagined country of right. Tal England,
3: <laughs> Tal England, yes, it and we see so much of life in these non-historic plays centers around the ocean and ships at some point because you can so quickly turn that wheel.
5: What? And, and I wrote
3: many a paper on this. And because it so look,
2: the that's that's the reason. Okay,
3: let's get back into your Marvel. I mean Shakespeare cinematic universe.
2: That's the reason.
3: I like that reason. I'm to a, tell a, you. Well, listen, it.
2: it's a good reason. Just
3: drink your beer and shut up.
2: The fun part is the idea that he's like, oh, what about that other shipwreck? Who else got fucked up in that shipwreck? <laughs> Who else was on that shipwreck? What was coming on that ship?
5: When Prospero created this when giant Prospero storm, How deci- many ships did Prospero he When Prospero
2: decided, let's Look. fuck them up!
3: So Ariel's out there fuck up? going, Alright, you told me what to not do <laughs> for this ship. You didn't tell me what the fuck to not do for these other ships that happen to be in the ocean. Of
1: in the same general vicinity, vicinity. And I'm going to
0: cut this one in a twain.
3: But they also this one goes in twain, and that one goes in twain, and that one you just go to the bottom, and this twain one. Twain the other way. You will come in just in the nick of time, you hear me? Just in the nick Look, and they also of time.
1: they also all end up being okay. Yep, in the end, they're all okay.
3: And even in Hamlet, as he's on that ship. Maybe he just skirts around the storm? It's tossed by the storm. It's but tossed nothing by it. well, nothing, That's, to that's the another pin that Cassie Pirates has Pirates of, of Plot advancement. advancement? That is a beautiful amount of alliteration. Thank you. Alliteration you is, is always asinine. It. It's not always asinine. Sometimes it's perfect. And three is what is perfect. Anything over three becomes asinine.
1: I just love that you ignored my alliteration.
2: I did. Do you know why?
1: Because it's always asinine.
2: I'm going to lean back so you can punch her.
3: To quote Shakespeare,
1: "You make my teeth, please."
3: <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> but no. In also yes, in the it, words it goes of right on "Villain, I've done thy mother." <laughs> yes,
1: villain. Joyce is I insane. have. <laughs>
3: no, she's not, but she's a cripple now, so you'd be nice
0: to her.
1: Villain, I have done thy mother. Yes, that's another one of those classic Shakespearean lines. He invented the mom joke.
5: Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, but yeah. So we're we're slowly adding. Uh, post its to the column of the Shakespeare yeah. So universe, all the Friars made all Friars one.
3: are one. That's our very favorite. That is our very every, favorite Every
1: well, every friar is the same friar. He's the
5: same and, friar. He and, and we know with, where it starts, right? Well we found out his origin story. I'd have to go back and listen to it's, remember it, exactly where it is. Jacuz. Yes. But uh it's the the friar who told Romeo and Juliet, they should fake their death, and then that didn't work so well. Is then the one who told uh, Hermione that she should fake her death, and then it just took a really long time. And so finally, he told Hero, You should fake your death, and then it finally worked. For it him. finally worked. Yeah.
3: <laughs> he's, like, oh, he's
5: like, I knew it would work eventually. <laughs> I got this. Um, he's there. got and the
1: he's, same fucking shit plan. Which is he's why like, the friar
3: in Much Ado was so much like, Okay,
1: you have a, to
3: follow me step by well, step. he's, yeah, he's got to he's, step. He, he talks, I'm not, I the
1: friar. don't a go rogue.
3: I am not leaving the grounds. I am not going anywhere. We're doing this in a night. Yeah. Do not go rogue. Bad things happen when you Don't let rogue. anybody leave the property. Nobody's going out to Mantua. Promise
2: me no Mantua. All
3: right, no Mantua. Listen,
2: I know that once we say break on this huddle, all of you have your own plans. What I'm telling you, is that if you have your own plans,
1: you're dead. <laughs> Cancel.
2: You're fucking dead. Not like, oh, I might die. Like, you're gonna die. I've seen What's this happen. I've Wait. seen this happen. But,
3: Friar, your plan this time has nothing to do with her drinking any sleeping Shut
2: drink. up. <laughs> shut up, shut up, shut up. Shut up. She'll stop still telling me die. Stop telling me. Don't fucking do- What did I tell you about telling me? Don't tell me. Look away! But
3: I gotta go to Mantua for the
2: pizza. Ah, there is no pizza in Mantua. There's
3: you know no Mantua what? You know what? Pizza,
2: if pizza. there's a
3: jeweler in Syracuse, you know there's pizza. In
2: you know? Mantua. You know what? Pizzas in Mantua? What? The one where you fucking die! Listen to me! <laughs> Listen to what I'm saying with my mouth.
3: <laughs> with my mouth. All right, no, it's true though. Answer? Is, but yes, yeah, the All Friars. Oh, what is Shakespeare's scale? With the Shakespeare's, Shakespeare's dumb. scale and dumb. We've still got to establish um, it. So I still think the dumbest characters in Shakespeare, um, you, I, I usually think they fall into Winter's Tale. Because who watched Ooh, that man. woman walk for 20 years with food to that hut on the back Paulina. of the coffee? She walked Paulina was everywhere. her name. Two to three times a day. She took yeah. meals to this hut. Never Oh, don't worry. I just like to eat out there too. Yeah, also, no, I hate lunch with you guys, but I like to eat second lunch out there as well. Also, they're very
2: rich and it's super easy to ignore poor people.
3: <laughs> She's a <laughs> hobbit. She's a hobbit? Yeah. She second le- breakfast. She needs a lemon.
1: Lunch, <laughs> afternoon tea, dinner, supper.
5: Don't forget dinner in there. Um, oh. I want to talk about this one. Okay, go for that. Okay, but it's all into okay. And of Sy- Syracuse's all right. fault. Let's, let's Syracuse is dumb, Cassie. and it's all his fault. Okay, so you're here's, absolutely correct. So here's my thing. No, Beth. Here's my. thing. No, we have
1: to let Cassie have it. I'm, I'm just
5: my get thing. Our whole thing out. Get, let me get it out. Here's my thing. This play, and we're going to talk about this later, but this play asks you to suspend a lot of disbelief. Like there's so many things that you just have to be on board with at the beginning of this show, or it's not gonna work. And I'm willing to take that journey. <laughs> However, there comes a point when you are sitting there going, Boy, you dumb. Oh either yeah. dumb or completely, like abhorrently the most self centered and egotistical person I've ever encountered. Ding ding. Because ding. Antiphilus of Syracuse comes to Ephesus, looking for his twin brother, who was lost at sea. And somehow, as he walks through this town, and all of these people are going, Ah, oh, yes, yeah, Antipolis, hello. Wonderful. And giving him things, and acting like they know him. It never at any point occurs to him, Hey, you know, I'm looking for my twin brother, and everybody here seems to recognize me. Golly gee willikers, I wonder if G- he is. My twin might live in this fucking town
1: somewhere. Oh good, oh good, she threw a fucking in there, I was starting to worry. I she love went it when full, we She went full fucking Andy fucking Griffith over there with the golly gee willikas. I love
3: it when she gets so, like, when we get the hand slappy, and we get the fucking in the middle, it means that Cassie believes in it. Alright, so here's my thing with So, we're... I'm gonna ignore the fact that Mike has his hand up, and I'm gonna jump. You're G- not gonna hit
2: my point, I guarantee you. Golly anyway. gee, Willikers! You don't have
3: to raise your hand. You'll go next. We're it, like <laughs> pretend this is Uno when we're going in a circle.
2: Reverse yeah, well, You it. might reverse
3: me. I would. I probably will. All right, so I will absolutely give you that he is super self-centered, and maybe he's dumb and doesn't understand what twin means, or he's like, maybe it's her turn on, maybe it's my turn on. I don't know. if It looks like me. He doesn't know. We'll go with that. But he's just walking through. If you walk through a city that you've never been to in a foreign land, and they're like, Hi, Cassie, would you like some free food? Are you going to take
5: it? If I've come to this city specifically looking for my long lost twin, and everybody seems to recognize me, tell you what,
3: I'll give you a fifty
5: percent off deal on your housing right now. I'm so glad you came. Do you know somebody who looks a little bit like me? Could you maybe take me to the house where they live? Can
1: you take me to that (laughs) dude's house?
5: (laughs) All right, so that I can sit in the yard and wait for them to come home and see if maybe it's my long lost twin. I feel like you think that I should give you a message for something. All right, hey, hang on. Wait a minute. You didn't give me that message. Hey, Let me explain to you. flag
1: on the play. Uh-huh. There's too much fucking logic in what you're trying to All say. Alright,
5: so
3: <laughs> here, here's the other thing. We could make this into
4: one the of my... shortest play in One, the of, one world. of my
3: favorite YouTube channels is How It Should Have Ended. Uh-huh. How It Should Have Ended. He comes in and goes... Hi, I'm looking for my brother. He's my twin. He looks exactly like this. He looks like this. Uh, This is my servant. He also has a twin. Should be attached to my twin. Looks exactly like this. Could you find them for us? Have Have you seen this person?
1: Have you seen this guy?
3: Yeah. That would be how it should end. But let's take... let's just make him
2: a little doofy.
3: Let's take his intelligence... Down a notch to or two. I, 20? I, I, I actually have Negative. a
2: defense for him. Oh, please. And 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 I am the one who said Italy it Syracuse is the stupidest motherfucker who's ever lived. And I stand by that, but in his stupid fucking defense, who fucking names both their twin sons the same okay. time? <laughs>
5: that's that's fair. <laughs> and who does it twice? Well, and and here's the well, thing. if they are at the same time, and
3: your mistress is like, I have named my child Paul, and Paul, it will be so much fun later in life. I'll be like Paul, and I'll never get them mixed up because they are both Paul. And she goes, I will follow you. That's really good logic. Like you're, you're right, you're clutching like- your
2: wife's Like I can understand. Like your ship is cut in twain by by Ariel the lightning sprite. <laughs> And you're clutching your wife's hand before you're ripped apart forever. And she goes, name my son Antiphilus. Why well, wouldn't you have thing. named the kid before here's that? Here's
5: the thing, though. Do you think
2: she gave birth on the bolt while
1: no, it was? No, is. because... Sure. They, no, no, no. No. No, no. You didn't name kids until they were at least a couple years old because We they don't know how, but died. here's the thing.
5: Here's the thing, because there, there are two possible solutions... There are two possible no, answers die. to this question, and they're both equally stupid. Because one. either
2: separately, one. both of these people because, named their kid Antipolis.
5: Because yes, either the name children him after were my not father. named, and then the boat broke apart, and then somehow they huh. both gave not just one twin but both twins maybe they both the same name, and it was a complete coincidence that nobody knew about. Or he was
1: the best man in the wedding.
5: Or they had they named morning. them the same thing. The shipwreck happened. And that piece of information was never passed along to the twin in question that the twin has the same name because honestly- You have a twin if brother. If you know-
2: His name is your name.
5: If you know that his <laughs> is name John is your name Jingle then Humber the play becomes Schmidt. even stupider because once everyone's going around acting like they know you and calling you by your name Oh hey, my twin brother's named the same thing as me. I understand what's happening right now. No, what well, we're talking about is Scenario
2: 1 and in Scenario
1: 1 so these parents both are dumb stupid.
3: as fuck. Yeah. They went.
2: John,
1: Jacob, so Anthony. As, Antipho- now, as shit. every
3: parent of multiple children knows, you never. And I I swear, like, I'm handing Pocky to James today. I'm like, take this Pocky over to daddy and Jamie. And he goes, I'm Jamie. And we shoved both Pocky in his mouth. Every parent of multiple children. This is a true story. That was a true story of my life today. Of my life today. Every ch- parent of multiple children will tell you, you will inevitably call for the wrong child, or they will be Ma James or Jamichael when their names are actually James and Michael.
2: Jamichael is a great
3: name. I actually think I know somebody named
4: Jamichael.
1: My Ma James uh, is a terrible name. M- my my M- uncle, James isn't great. My <laughs> uncle Curtis used to get called after the dogs. After the dogs? Yeah, so In, it was. It Indiana was, Sher- was the dog's Mich- name. No, it was dog. dog's she knows. Cheryl, Michelle. Diane, Trixie, Friday, Curtis. Because it took them that long to remember which one they were trying to yell at. So,
3: if if I could go back So and- Trixie
1: and Friday were the dogs. They were not my aunts.
3: If they were both named the same thing, like if they would both respond to child, child I would be perfectly fine with that at this point, because when you try You know trying-
1: that you can make
2: that happen. Yeah, yeah uh, all you have to do is just start calling
1: it's, them child. It's,
3: it's 35. I tend to
5: call them things. The point is, I right. can give the Ephesus twins a pass, because if you're just going about your life in your city, and maybe you know that you have a long-lost twin brother, but maybe you don't, but even if you do know... Well, that no, because... Maybe he's dead. Them. No, well, you don't, so, because your mom buggered off
1: and became an abbess.
5: I, in the same town yeah, as and you. And doesn't
1: okay. acknowledge them.
3: She never acknowledges them Well, she so doesn't she, she doesn't know she that, that it's probably, okay, she probably yes, doesn't... Yes, she does. She probably doesn't leave the abbey, which is one thing. But she abandoned her the child she did have. She had a child. She left the shipwreck with said child. A no. No, baby. no,
1: she gets separated.
3: They
5: no. get separated.
1: There's another separation. Ariel separa- fucks God it up again. It, your, well, and Dromeo, Dromeo's like it. Because Dromeo is their slave name. It literally says that. Like, it is the. They're named that because they're slaves. Uh, <laughs> I
4: yeah, didn't realize that to was
2: not, just I do also think of it as like a collective thing because, as someone who was <laughs> Ben Age Romeo, I auditioned for this show I with another about, like, person three weeks ago. Where we went, Hi, my name was Michael Porteous. And then he said, My name is Pat Mahood. And then we said, simultaneously, we would like to audition for Dromeo. And then they said, which Dromeo? And we said,
1: Dromeo.
3: Together, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah,
4: so like,
2: But no, no, yeah. I, get, I get the
1: Dromeo, the, them yeah. being the same All name. Right, so I, I have known. Is not weird.
3: Cis white males who will blithely walk through life. And when they're like, oh, did you know I found this $20 on the ground? Great, right, it's for me. Couldn't possibly belong to anybody <laughs> Yeah, I'll take those free fries. Sounds like a good thing. They'll just blithely take all these great-handed things to them, and they don't ever... I mean, to be fair, if you find money on the
2: ground, what are you going to do? Take them to the cops? Okay,
3: don't... No, to the police station. Not to the cops. I I don't take things to the cops. I go to the police office.
2: If I found $9,000 outside this place, I'd shove it in my pants and never tell anyone about it.
3: If you tell me about it, you'd be like, but if I found $9,000 on the side of the road, but anyway, but I can pay you back for some of the." It's about to get
5: live. I give the <laughs> Ephesus twins twins a pass, because they don't know, and even if they do, you don't expect, after 20 years, somebody I, to they, walk around. It's the Dromeos. I give, I give the, the Syracuse Dromeo a pass. Because his
3: life's
2: been crazy. His
5: life's been crazy and He gets hit a lot. He gets hit a lot and you know, And this he, is this is
2: his town and people should be yeah, calling no, no, him And
5: Antiphilus no. of Syracuse. It's not that he doesn't figure it out immediately because okay, maybe at first it's just like, Well, this is kind of weird. But oh, it's when strange you come to this you've been on he's been on a, a quest for seven years and he to find his brother. Notes how weird it is. And his conclusion that he draws when all of these hijinks happen and people come up to him and go, you said this, no I didn't, you did this, is this town is full of witches. Oh there my is witch god! It is, it is if other Funny queens are, or,
1: and Or witchcraft.
5: this entire town has gotten together to prank me a stranger who they've never met before. Cassie, like why are those the only two conclusions? Cassie Eleanor Greenlee!
3: I don't know your middle name so I made it up. You got it wrong. You have to
5: <laughs> look at history. Look at history. I am history. looking at Antiphilus of Syracuse. He is dumb. Look at everything that happens in the, oh, the, Look, look at the Salem witch Trials. Look she she is times. right,
2: though. He could have stopped it immediately. He could have. With you the, have uh, your money. wife is waiting. I literally don't have a wife. What the fuck are you talking... Okay. No. Okay, take me to my wife. Take me to my wife. And then when he gets there, he could go, I'm not married to this fucking woman. Who are you? Who the fuck is this? That's worse. But, like, but instead, he's like, I don't know you. Sup. And then looks behind <laughs> who his wife is and so, then goes, What's up? <laughs> yeah, and then he tries, he so tries is to it, get is fresh.
3: It, is it that he's dumb or is he amoral?
2: No, he's a fuckboy. No, boy. he's dumb. And dumb. The two are not <laughs> mutually exclusive. He and most makes the stupid switches. people are still immoral. Alright, so
3: throughout history, there are so many cases in real life history where people are like, hmm, I don't understand this. I'm not going to try to use logic.
5: Who witchcraft? But he should understand it because he's literally looking for his fucking twin brother. So why does the but, fact that he found his he twin is, brother he is. never occur to him? It couldn't be my girls who snuck out at night and were
3: in the <laughs> woods. It has to be Tichaba and witchcraft. Yes, it happens over
5: and over and
1: over well, and no, over no, no, Nobody but, but, in the
5: Salem Witch Trials was looking for a twin brother.
1: But the point you Cassie is making, and that? I agree, you only I agree only with You don't know her. what
5: Arthur Miller wants you to know.
1: I, I, I agree with Cassie in the point she's making. And the problem was, is their parents fucked it up. <laughs> because they named them both a <laughs> They They, they fucked it up. I'm with Ryan on
3: this. They, I think it's the <laughs> parent's fault. And, I think and a in the discussion of the sus- suspension of disbelief,
1: <laughs> He's a he's a fuck boy who doesn't realize Look, that his brother was named this, the same thing. This
3: is by far the biggest fight we've gotten into, and since it's not I dropped, it's a healthy discussion. Yes, since I dropped, uh,
1: <laughs> this is the Edward worst Devere's name this is, into this
3: conversation. And this, this is the fight worst fight out. we've had since Romeo and Juliet back mm, in uh, eighteen. Not Wait, first of all, ever don't stop. I did it. <laughs> no, stop. 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 No. I only did it to cause a fight with Ryan It went really well I'm
1: about to bite your hand Don't bite my hand no, no, It's not great. real no, I don't minute. believe it Count to hey, three No it's okay Pookie I got And then you. I'm gonna bite you <laughs> It's okay it's We okay. didn't have
3: a fight in Romeo and Juliet You just sat there going This is This is dumb <laughs> This is dumb! I, I listened, like I listened
2: to it. That is what happened. <laughs> yeah.
3: Like, yeah. it's I like mean. an error message but that keeps popping up on your
1: computer screen that you keep Well, because that play is fucking dumb. No, we're done.
5: Okay. But, okay, so, but the thing with whose fault it is, it really does tie into this question of how much disbelief can we suspend and what are we being asked wait. to so, believe at the beginning of the play? So, wait, I think. Everybody. It's, Happy
1: birthday. No, no, we got, we got a minute. We got a minute. Well, I was good, trying he, to give you a warning.
3: I think he's peeing right now. Either way, while he's gone, let's <laughs> mess up the vocal track real quick. So, okay.
4: So I think we are Flick it.
3: we are being asked to suspend a lot. And I think that those times that we're being asked to suspend, there is a giant, like, Looney Tunes arrow drawn to it. Because we have these moments...
4: Happy Happy birthday birthday to to you. Happy birthday to
1: you. Happy birthday, birthday, Chase Greenlee. Stop drinking coffee. Now you have to keep this in.
3: (laughs) All right, so stop drinking coffee and drink more beer. (laughs) Happy birthday. We're gonna be here a bit. Yeah, fair enough. And if you're super nice, mm-hmm. if we're still drinking, maybe I'll order Mr. Spots.
5: Oh. Uh, oh. You're talking but about I, your added, I added a post-it pin to the how much disbelief can we spend that talks about some of the big things. The first is the naming of the twins. You have to accept that for whatever reason both sets of toys have the same name. Okay. Yes. So so, so,
1: so like I said, with the Dromeos, it's because they're slaves, they, they are named that. That is, you know, now the Antipolis. I, mean, I actually think that they mention in the play Yeah the the
2: father mentions in the play that the woman who gave birth to the Dromeo said, Name my son Dromeo and didn't know she had quit. Like she just vanishes so from the face of the earth and like she thinks she died. Let's say there's a
3: horrible <laughs> bloodbath of like birthing fluid on this particular <laughs> boat. Um And Prospero
2: spares them in his infinite mercy. In his
3: infinite mercy is like, tell you what, there's too many children in that boat. Let's just divide it in him. Let's just fix this problem. (laughs) Half the babies. So, if we suspend that disbelief, let's say that the twins... Mother and father didn't know what the other one named the kid, and they, you know, they both really or enjoyed... She, yell,
1: she yells out, oh, uh, it "Name him it, after my father or something." It. Oh you man, know.
3: I miss her. I miss her dad. Let's name him this. I miss my dad. Let's name him this. So let's just say it's coincidence because they the both shared, name him after yeah, her dad share, or shared life experiences. Uncle Antipholus, right, brings you to the same name. Shared life experiences brings you right there. How big is uh, how big how is big is a the
1: thesis
2: cracks my it, shit up? It has a... because.
3: He's got Honestly, a, it's got a duke,
2: right? Yeah, just has a duke. Lots of does places you? have dukes.
3: How many places have dukes?
2: Well, no,
1: you so want you can... me to fucking list them? Because you can no it... alphabetically, a, and then I want you to no. do them
3: by smallest to biggest.
1: Hey, it, for for it to have well, a duke does not mean pieces. does not mean that it actually has to be a big place. Just the seat mean, du- the seat of a duchy. Does not have to be a large town.
3: Dutchie. He needs more beer.
1: The duck the Duke of Ephesus could just be Ephesus is just where it's the county seat. And yeah, as well, I, not and county as seat, because he would be Count of Ephesus. And seat. as I mentioned in the last one, he is That's where we get counties from. He is
2: barely interested in I law and order. That, the Duke of this that. town is like You have come from a place that is forbidden, and I must kill you. But really- I am also a messy bitch who loves drama. <laughs> so if you have a story to tell me,
3: I'd love
2: to hear it. But
3: it's, <laughs> so is he born in it's a small place, or is it large well, enough that he can have carte blanche about killing people? I think you know, he's a his good du- dude.
1: His duchy can be a large place, and Ephesus is simply where because he lives he, in the, the duchy. Thing.
5: There are there are two ways you can take this question. How big is Ephesus? It can be a very large City, which would explain be- why, like if it's a port of call, it would explain why all these ships come in here and all of these any people port are at the storm, this- Cassie, huh? Any port in a storm,
2: any Porteous in a storm is what I've always that's said. Right. That's right, that's <laughs> great.
5: That's why we but like your brother's so that. Much. That would be why, you know, when all of these ships get wrecked and then Shakes they get bitch. rescued. <laughs> they come to this place because it's where the port is. is, it's a, this hub, it's, it's, you know, that would explain why the, the mother abbess is there. That would explain why that's where Aegea comes from yeah. to. Where, you know, like, that would explain that. But, if it's a big city, then, how why, does, how does English,
4: everybody
2: know Antipolis? Every yeah. human, like, SUP Antip- Antipolis, what's
1: good? Antipolis! But so I'm it's hanging. a small close-knit.
5: It's like community. that scene in the
1: Lego movie when he's trying Why to. Why does everybody with end people? up there? I like big sausages.
5: So you, you but you're we're being asked to just believe, okay, all of these people end up in this place. And in then, terms so of
2: suspension what, of disbelief. What does Antipolis though, I feel like this is this is, I, we never get an answer to what either of these Antiphilae have done for their for their minimum <laughs> between the two of them, two thousand duck cats.
5: <laughs> Where well, did well, all right, the Duke Cats? He never go. said that at the end of uh, The Duck yeah, Cats the are at the hotel. Time. They got the ducats from the hotel and he went, Here I have a thousand ducats to spare my father's life And then the Duke was like, I Don't eat them.
3: Yeah. So, but there
1: that, were
2: 2,000 we, we, ducats. Know, we there were 2,000
5: ducats in, mean,
3: in right, transit. So, knowing that this dude's from Syracuse, I bet he took all 2,000 of them and wasn't like, I mean, you have an extra thousand. I mean, thank you for handing me the money I deposited. <laughs>
4: back.
2: You know, because he was from Syracuse and he was so poor. Not that he was because poor. Because
1: that city's just like, such utter garbage. No, it's because he's shady as fuck.
3: Again, I'd like to restate, now that I'm a little drunker, I think we should take a moment to state that I've never been to Syracuse, Indiana. I don't, I don't mean,
1: believe you. I
3: don't, I don't know, know
2: if anybody been from there. Syracuse, fuck. Indiana. I would like to take the a moment to state that any in city here. in Indiana. All 2,000 of you. And if assumed, you're listening to this, stop. I just assumed
3: <laughs> if there was a stupid name for a stupid
2: <laughs> basketball team that it was from Indiana. It's because you watched Hoosiers on ESPN (laughs) Classic, and now you think every
3: basketball team's from. I had a roommate named Chris Norris who watched Hoosiers like non.
1: He loved, Chris Norris. Loved Hoosiers. I want like
3: it was okay in that. In that, can I put on the Seinfeld? I'm like, no, you cannot put on the Seinfeld. I hate the Seinfeld. I will kick you out of my house if you watch the Seinfeld here. Fine, Hoosiers. Well, fine. It's not Seinfeld. We watched it, like. More than my kid watches. I mean, Spider-Man. I would
1: I would've kicked you out. I will tell t- 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 you
2: this. That's
3: why we've made it nineteen. Years I
2: will ago. tell you this at the end of that movie.
3: It's a beautiful moment. D- despite the fact that I've tried. seen it
2: easily yeah. two hundred and seventy times, I still get nervous. That they might miss the shot and lose the big game. They don't
3: and then he I mean they up. never do. And then the piano washes up on shore.
2: Gene Hackman always coaches them through it
3: terrible movie. I love Gene
1: Hackman. One
3: of them's an alcoholic.
1: Gene Hackman. <laughs> it's it's Gene Hackman.
3: <laughs> Those kids don't need to be coached by an alcoholic.
2: Or do they? Uh, if I was going to be coached by any alcoholic, I'd pick also, Gene I, uh, I would too. I
3: did learn during the like 6-month period of time where I was forced to watch Hoosiers at least once a week that uh, Hoosier is actually a slang term for somebody from Indiana. <laughs> yes. And
1: so is that they, the, they wait, made wait,
3: up is also piney woodfolk. <laughs> piney woodfolk is another slang word for someone from Indiana. Yep. Not not a nice one. <laughs> that they made up. See, I of would have thought somebody
1: from Pennsylvania if you told me piney woodfolk. Wood folk. Nope. I piney they would have
3: thought Pennsylvania. Maybe West Virginia? <laughs> <laughs> nope, that's not what we call people from West Virginia, and this is a family show, so I like West <laughs> Virginia is a state
2: <laughs> that is shaped
0: like this. <laughs>
3: It's like Courtney Love is flicking you off in the '90s.
0: <laughs> that 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 trans- translated really well to For audio. That was great. I gave a
3: visual yeah. reference. This is Courtney Love flicking you off. in you, you remember
2: how Courtney Love used to throw up a single deuce? No, that's what West Virginia looks like. Look
3: it up; it's on the internet. Yeah.
5: Anyway, it's on
1: the interwebs, kids.
5: So. I feel like... Don't make gestures at the microphone, it can't see you. I feel like with a lot Not of an Alexa. comedic shows, obviously, anytime you sit down to watch a play, you're being asked to suspend your disbelief about... Absolutely. Like, that's, that's part of the immersion. It's, part it's, of it's the, actually my favorite thing about the, the
1: the night that I saw the the first Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire, well, watching it, and somebody goes... <laughs> What's he suspended from as he swings through the city? And I just, I couldn't help myself in the theater. Disbelief.
3: disbelief. Um, <sighs> so as as every single one of us, five of us sitting around this table right now, we are all huge sci-fi fans and fantasy fans. Mm-hmm. We are asked constantly to suspend our disbelief.
5: No, you are, and, and but everybody I think has a threshold where a story gets too ridiculous and I just can't... Maybe they are witches. Did you ever ask that? No, it doesn't. No, this this is is never as ridiculous. It's closer to that threshold. This isn't a winner. The the most recent piece of media where I noped out and went, I can't suspend my disbelief this far, was a YA novel about... Two teens who get locked in a library over a long weekend and can't get out. And I, as a librarian, librarian, am sitting there going, there are motion sensors. They're setting off an alarm. The maintenance guy is coming. Also, those are fire doors you can get out of them at any time. You need to never read the mixed up files of... I have read.
1: If two teenagers get fucking stranded in a library over a weekend, they're not trying to get out. They (laughs) fucking
5: the that may have been where the book was going Mrs. eventually. Bezzy. I don't know. I stopped reading. Um, So this this play didn't get there for me. I well, was, no, it's not a I winner's tale. Absolutely. It doesn't...
1: <laughs> it doesn't...
2: Nothing is.
5: But what I But I there's is, a
2: fucking bear murder in that play. There's
1: a, there's a baby there's in a, that There's just play. a magical but, rich baby.
5: what I find interesting is that this play, more so than some of Shakespeare's others... Asks you for that high level of suspension of disbelief up front. like. See, I I'm disagree. So here's I it. disagree
1: that this play this play is not expecting you to suspend your disbelief at all. When you're in the audience for this play, Shakespeare is doing all of this with a wink and a nod to the audience. It's all tongue in cheek. And he's looking at the audience going, Ha ha ha, look, look at how dumb these twins are. So and that's what Shakespeare's doing. I... I don't think it's suspension of disbelief. I think it's I think it's a play that is written for the audience to be able to go, oh, we're smarter than these idiots.
3: Yeah, okay, so yes, I believe I'm with Ryan on oh <laughs> I'm with Ryan on I know, this it's summer. hard. it's hard for you. <laughs> but so there's suspension of disbelief. there's also the uh, granting of excusal. So we suspend disbelief a lot of times as in that couldn't possibly happen. Nobody can ride a broom into the air. But we also have just the expectation of the like, dismissal of excusal where we can dismiss somebody's dumbness for, okay, well, they just need to have a blind eye for this particular thing for the story to go through. Because if they at any point in time had asked a simple question, this whole thing wouldn't have happened.
4: Yeah. Right. But also, if at any point go... in time they have
3: been like, mm-hmm. hey, Luke, your dad went dark side. And you have a sister. Whole of Star Wars would be much, much, much different, but we excuse these questions and these answers that have never been asked or given for dramatic for, for dramatic no, evidence. So absolutely. we go forward with that. That's what I got. So that's my one time agreeing yeah. with you know, for yeah, this yeah, yeah. calendar year. So can you mark that
0: noted?
1: Thank well, you. and, it's easy to and know. as it's someone and as someone who is a I read you're on Chase's <laughs> birthday. Beth must agree with me. And as okay, somebody who is
2: a long-time listener, first-time caller, decade-long disagreeer with Ryan... yeah, There's
4: more
2: in my <laughs> Um, I don't think this play asks a lot of you as an audience member. I don't think it asks... Um, yeah. It's
3: not... I'm gonna say it's not a stimulating. Mentally stimulating.
2: I, I don't think it asks anything of you. I think that it tells you... Pretty much everything he's gonna do, like from right. the minute you look at the program, <laughs> no, it absolutely does. And, and, and then even even beyond that, you have like, oh, we met this guy and he had a like thirteen minute speech <laughs> about how he's gonna die if he, but he needs a thousand ducats, and he needs like one dude who has a thousand ducats. And, and in the, the very the next, next scene, here's the dude who's like, but, he basically has a speech that says, I'm that dude's son. You know, the one he was talking about. With yes. a, thousand a thousand ducats. I have a thousand ducats.
3: It's no, every Freddie Prinze Jr. movie ever made. But Oh yeah, and it's
2: beautiful and it's perfect. It's, yeah. the, it's the, the fucking Seth Green teen movie.
5: But And it's not, I, like my I don't have a problem with. Is yeah. is the thing. Like, I I'm happy for this play to just kind of be what it is unapologetically. But what's <laughs> what I find interesting about it is that in some of the plays that we've read, where we get to the end of the play and you go, Really, that's how we're solving everything? A statue comes to life, the <sighs> goddess of marriage literally descends to fix everything that's happened. Sometimes that happens point,
1: in the middle of a little I, you're I like, love a winter right, tale. You shut up.
5: I love a winner's tale too. But but you get to that point and you're like, well I've been invested for this long so sure I'll buy that <laughs> because they they take you on like five acts of the journey before they they put the you. The sunk
0: cost fallacy. But is if you think not about nothing. the start,
5: if you think about the start of Winner's Tale, it's about. A king who doesn't trust his queen and things go poorly. That's a fairly standard story. If you think about the beginning of As You Like It, it's about two brothers in a fight and that goes pretty standard. So if you But t- with this one, it's literally the first scene where they're like, There are twins, two sets of them. They're named the same thing. There's been a shipwreck. He's their father. Nobody knows. Have so you ever, have know, you ever have to jump in going, So let's do yeah, okay.
1: Have you ever watched a British farce? So, okay, so let's give you... This is the noise is all Honestly, of all of the
5: Shakespeare this plays, this happens in This British is
2: farce? the like Blackadder predecessor. Yeah, yeah this right.
5: is the British a I don't have a problem with that, but I think it's an interesting structure because it's different right. than a lot of the plays well, that we and see. A, from and
1: from and it's an early play of Shakespeare's, yeah. and so that's why this, um, a big part of that is his early plays were heavily influenced by his friends, People like Kit Marlowe and his contemporaries, people who were writing at the same time. You have guys like Moliere who were writing at the same time as Shakespeare. Alright. You don't think he got his hands on a copy of The Bourgeois Gentleman and, you know... God, I hope... a wait a drop of Bourgeois
2: Gentleman all over the table. Alright, so, two
3: things. First, this isn't a new play.
1: That's what I call it when I go to the
2: no.
3: bathroom. No. This isn't a play that he came up with or a structure that he, this is This play was written... A, a thousand... It oh god what's the name uh uh oh yeah uh, Beth uh, hasn't uh, said uh, fucking come lately mind. yeah I haven't said it this episode at all so this isn't a new play and it isn't even an old play because this will take us straight into adaptations my favorite adaptation of this play period Bette Midler and Lily Tomlin in big business anybody else
2: Big Ooh, Business was one of my favorite. That is so favorite. fucking... Th- what a fucking, fucking choice call.
3: It's one of my favorite movies from the 80s. I freaking love that movie. Mm. You've never seen it? Alright, go home tonight. Not tonight, tomorrow. Tonight, put it on your Netflix list. Tomorrow, watch it. So...
1: Uh, it's, it's, a, it's,
3: it's, it's,
2: it's so dope.
3: So, Bette Midler <laughs> and Lily Tomlin are twins. Two sets of twins separated at birth. It's a dark and stormy night. The super rich family drives into this, like, podunk town. We'll call it, uh, kind of make up a podunk town. Syracuse, Indiana. <laughs> so they drive into this podunk town on the way to somewhere great like Chicago. I, and they have to give birth. Right now, right now, babies are coming. Let's, we got to stop at this podunk it's little hospital. The same state. <laughs> like, it's get our, out of
2: Indiana. Get to Illinois.
3: <laughs> You're driving through um, Ohio, New York, to um, why not? Syracuse is in the middle, I'm sure. Somewhere in the middle. You, I've never passed met Syracuse, Indiana. You've made a lot of terrible choices. Just get,
1: get out of you Indiana. Can't. Get to Illinois. You've do been,
2: yourself a favor.
3: You've made some terrible choices if you're in Syracuse giving birth. Alright. Also at the same time... If I'm giving choice.
1: birth, I've definitely made some terrible choices.
3: Mike has promised me at least two C-sections.
1: I refuse to promise you that.
3: Okay. So, at the I same... I was
1: double died. I'm
3: trying to tell you guys the premise of this play. I mean, movie. At the same time, this other couple who lives in the Syracuse, Indiana town comes in and gives birth at the same time. But the twins are split. And so baby 1 and baby A and baby 2 and baby B both go with separate parents. It's akin to the beginning of Good Omens if you need a new reference for it. And they go up. And one is raised in this very, like, podunk, farmy town. And one is raised in big business. And there's some amazing shoulder pads. That happened in the whole thing. I prefer
1: the film adaptation of, of this play called Twins.
3: No. With
1: Danny DeVito. That's
3: not this maker. play. I don't I swear, big Business. Well, you're
1: just saying things that don't make sense.
3: You have to watch Big Business. It makes perfect sense. You gotta,
1: sense. Watch, big you gotta sense. watch Big Business. Lily Tomlin it's hilarious.
2: slays this whole well, thing. Because
3: Bette Midler is this. She is this high power businesswoman <laughs> who is...
1: You lost me fucking around network. on her
3: husband who's got uh like great husband who's give feeling you
1: one of these?
3: it's amazing the best adaptation of this play ever is big business. go watch it it's incredible
0: also if you take uh, i six through Indiana, <laughs> that will take you directly through. Wait, hold Syracuse. on, Syracuse. This we
3: live. We are on right I six. I
1: know. Okay, well that means we I... are a road away. But... So I was
3: right. We went through it on the way to Muncie.
1: <laughs> no, you wouldn't have gone. You wouldn't have gone down to six to get to Muncie.
3: We we did drive through six to get to Muncie.
1: I mean, that means I've gone through Syracuse, Indiana and never <laughs> realized that we it so could. So possible, uh, possible. Uh, we definitely
2: went to Syrac- through Syracuse, Because yeah, i Indiana on the way there. To Chicago. Because we had a very yeah, weird instance.
0: six cars right north of Syracuse. We had a real weird that means instance I've been through on
2: there. Route 6 where we were sitting in our car for however long it takes to get a million years to years. where Sarah lived in Muncie. Yeah. A thousand years. Yeah. A thousand years. And on the way in to Indiana, whenever we saw a sign that said, hey, there's food here. It was It just told us it was Subway. <laughs> and they... on the way out, there was... it was like, hey, there's like 40 things here who aren't Subway. <laughs> important so thing. they fucking tricked us. <laughs>
3: Fuck those people from you got Ohio.
2: Catfish. Get, Except get, there was no catfish if you were going in. There were no cat. There were no
1: fish. We have two. All of we our complaints
3: of, about that trip were all food.
1: We have two important pins that we haven't gotten. All right, to. so
3: let's get those two because well, I'm our, sure we're coming to the end. Oh, agency of women.
1: That's the we have two that we have to talk about in every one.
3: Okay. And then these, well, three, because adaptations, language, and agency.
1: Well, we just talked about your adaptation. I
3: know, and I love it. I don't. Know.
1: Is there a YA adaptation? I mean, okay. I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure. sure there
3: is.
1: Is. I'm voting for twins. <laughs> um, I'm voting for the sequel to Twins. There's only twins. One... <laughs> <thrins>. I'm <laughs> voting for the remake that Jason Momoa <laughs> wants, where he and Peter Dinklage are the Do twins. twins. <laughs>
3: First of all, there's only <laughs> one set of twins um, in twins. It's the only um, thing
1: that could make me watch a fucking remake of that movie. Um, Ryan Apple,
0: do not tempt me with a good time. Do not um, tempt me with a good time. Uh, why Why did
2: Paul Rubens suddenly make Pretty it sure I'm illegal to jerk in off world. in a movie theater?
3: <laughs> okay, It's always been illegal. It, Paul Rubens had nothing to do with it. He just perpetrated the act.
2: Also, he was in a porno theater... And everyone in the room was jerking off, but he was the only one arrested. It was a fucking uh, sting is, job. Okay,
5: so I don't know about YA novels, but there is a That's literary a web theory. series. I haven't watched it. I'm just looking at my master list. It's called Cident.
0: Ha! ha ah! ah. I see what you did there. All fucking right. twins and puns? <laughs> Fuck this, I'm burning this place to the ground. <laughs> um... Let's
2: not talk about any of the Olsen twins movies where basically this is the whole plot of all of them. We need to do an entire oh. podcast on It Takes
5: Two because I have yeah. so many unanswered questions. We <laughs> need to do an entire
2: podcast about the fake movie from Bob's Burgers called Cincinnati. where they're both twins and they're both from
0: Cincinnati. Which is bonkers because there's a city... In Ohio, called Twinsburg. No, nope. it's very <laughs> famous because they do have a Twins Festival yearly. The, si- the sickest burn.
5: <laughs> um, but yeah, so those are the adaptations, and then there's a movie version from the BBC from 1983, which uh features Roger Daltrey who is the lead singer oh, no. of The Who, no. as the Dromeos. I want you to understand that I... Roger can't... Daltrey
2: is both the fucking Dromeos? Both the
5: Dromeos.
2: Hey, I... Are you shitting me? No, no, I
3: wanted to have a fan-off about Robert Daltrey. You know I've loved him since Tommy. Like, deep and strange loves... I made mean, my inside okay. all twerning and torny when I was a teenager.
2: All right. Are you only willing to go <laughs> on the record on this podcast about saying twerning and twerning for your inside, Yeah. Or are you willing to see and raise my, if I had known that, I'd have jacked off all over the G- VHS.
3: Okay, here's the problem with <laughs> this. I am a woman what
2: the fuck did I miss in the bathroom (laughs) Roger Daltrey once played the Dromeos
5: what yeah in (laughs) the 1983 BBC how fucking
2: sexy is that so
5: this play actually has a relatively small cast there's only 17 named characters in it which is small for Shakespeare which is small for Shakespeare and at least four of them are
3: two
2: and and doing it with a small company even if you cast everybody like just 17, like fucking. I wish for like half the shit that I've directed.
3: Well, so as this week, uh, this month has gone on, and I've been look, all right, sorry, let's not mince the words. As this week has gone through, and I've reread the play, i really considered putting this one forward as a play to direct because I think I can do it on a small stage with a small cast. Oh, you can this yeah. one, yes, because you, you knew have... this, like, 10. <laughs> right, you have a small principal cast. You have six people who are, are principal to the actual play itself.
1: Yeah, you need Adriana, Luciana, uh, and then the two the, the Antiphali, then... and the Dromei.
3: Right. And then you can double cast the Duke and Daddy Boy and the two merchants. Done. And it would be nice to have people walking in and out, but you can always find people for that. So, I think that the small cast is great, but as far as the one-third for women, Mm -hmm. because we're talking about a principal cast of about six, two of which are women, it actually works well for that one-third of women. Again, too small, but we go with what we have.
1: Which is funny, because the thing that we always run into here in Bowling Green is way more women than men.
5: Well, Bowling Green High School just did Comedy bears this past year. Um, they did a very good job with it. it. I was very, very impressed with the quality of the performance. They did it in the thrust staging, and they did it in about an hour. It was about an hour and fifteen minutes. Oh, that's a s- serious
2: cut. This show, this show, you can cut this motherfucker to like thirty-five and, minutes. And, and
5: but but reading it bangs, through it, do. reading through it, there was only like two scenes where I said, yeah, that definitely wasn't in what they did. So the gist of it is all was all still there. But because it's, you know, Bowling Green High School doing Shakespeare, the cast was primarily women. Right. Um, I think if I'm thinking back on it, yes, there was exactly one male in the cast. Um it was Hudson <laughs> Pendleton. He played a Dromeo. Everybody else in the cast was female.
1: Uh, well, when Beautiful Kids did... The first time that Beautiful Kids did comedy burgers, it was an all-female cast. Yeah. I think that predates Cassie and I. Oh, uh, it, yeah. yeah, it, it, it predates everyone. It predates everyone in this room. It was oh, pre- okay. Yeah. It was before I did my first Beautiful Kids. You'd gotcha. have to go
3: back to uh, one of my very favorite teachers to find something. You <laughs> probably actually in it.
2: My favorite woman to fight with. The sexiest woman on the planet. <laughs> You talking about me? No, no. Oh,
3: well, all of your Lido. Just let it. Who is your sexiest woman on the planet?
2: It's Stephanie Gerhardt.
1: It is still Stephanie Gerhardt. I'm always we talk, in love with Stephanie
5: We talk Stephanie about Gearheart. Stephanie quite a bit. This is the first
1: time we've talked about Stephanie in a while. It too, it's I true. Not, I have
5: not fangirled over her in a bit, and I haven't she, mentioned her since Henry V. Yes, yeah, yeah. I mentioned the class I took. Yeah, but, Well, and even before that,
2: she's so home. hot, and we're in a fight.
5: She has amazing. <laughs> but it, but yeah, so, she's always amazing. So the main female characters in the show are Adriana and Luciana. Who are fine, there, so we have
1: there's a, nothing but, objectionable we have necessarily we have
3: an interesting tete-a tete that happens in two one that brings me back to the Shakespeare is a feminist, yeah, that I keep coming back to that yes, we get Miranda characters and things like that that are not feminist, but very often we get Joan of Arc's, and we get scene. Okay. Margaret. And we get scenes like this. Margaret. Where he's literally having a conversation about something that we as women today still have to struggle with.
1: I wish and, my world didn't revolve yeah, around men.
3: Yeah. Okay. And, and, I, and wish I, like, I, I wish I could be my own person instead of being my husband's wife. I like that both of these characters
5: are very morally upright. Right. Because the reason why Adriana is. Pissed off is because she thinks her husband is cheating on her, which he is. Let's not sleep on that. He is. She, doesn't, so she doesn't know that, but she, she doesn't it. know that, but she's got good reason to believe it. But even as mad as she is at him, when she hears the servant come in going, He's bail been arrested, she, she wants immediately to bail him out. Goes, okay, all right.
2: here's all the go. money I have. Let's bail him out of fucking jail. When, okay, well, that's yeah. also, that's yeah. also a sign of
1: an abusive mm-hmm. relationship.
2: I'd
3: bail my husband out of
2: jail and then
5: we'd talk about it. Yeah. And I like to think that there was some talking. I don't How think you'd bail
2: me out of jail and talk about it. That's the envelope.
5: Um,
3: but <laughs> That's not the envelope. But, but, but there I also is appreciate savings
5: account. We've discussed what it's for.
1: <laughs> Open the drawer.
5: <laughs> but I also appreciate that Luciana has this conversation with Antipholus. And then immediately tells her sister, Hey, this happened. Like, doesn't try to keep it a secret. It doesn't become this plot point that later gets It's not so
3: yeah.
5: you were flirting and, with and blah, later. Blah, blah. In
3: later in Shakespeare, especially by the time we get to Othello and we get to um Much Ado About Nothing, we start seeing him play with those what do you mean women don't directly talk to each other about all of these mm-hmm. things? So then we start seeing Women conflicting against he stops making the oh gosh. I've had too many beers the test it starts with a B Bechtel he stops being able to complete the Bechtel test mm-hmm. whereas in some of his earlier works he does he does yeah. just fine Margaret totally passes Henry the sixth done totally old- passes. Got that whole conversation with I do, Eleanor I do about how you're a
2: witch. I do also. I do also think that there is a part of the Bechdel test that because some of what the women are talking about together is literally killing the men they're talking about,
3: I got, which
1: I think is
3: you have sat with enough female friends is the only male in the room does it
4: not happen
2: oh yeah absolutely but like i i think that if the only man you're talking about in a in in the course of a film or a play or anything like that i think that it should pass the bechdel test if the only man you're talking about is the man you're gonna fucking murder in the next like eight minutes
3: (laughs) no cuz then everything still revolves around that man. Even if it's just wanting to murder someone, your whole life, it takes a lot to hate someone. It takes a lot to be that involved in someone. If your only thought process is I should kill that guy, you are spending way too much of your precious time thinking about him. But so that, no,
5: I don't think I don't think that makes it bad. that conversation though is like very self-aware in that regard. yeah, And they are because very self-aware. They're, they're very self-aware about it because they're like, we are talking exclusively about men, but we're talking about how we hate that we're in a situation where right. we have to talk exclusively about men. Right. They're, they're, so they're
1: being self-aware that, about in, their... In
3: two, yeah. one. it's... Yes, they are, they are talking about men in general instead of a man. So Cassie and I could sit in a room together and talk about the ways in which the patriarchy, which is basically what they're talking about here, continues to maintain that we identify ourselves by whatever man we are attached to. Thank God we don't have to pick a guardian anymore in our culture. But to the point where if I want to have the same last name as my kids, I have to take my husband's last name because they will have his last name and there's just really nothing to it. That's, That's it. I must be identified. And even before I was identified by my husband's last name, I was identified as my father's last name again. Because there's literally no choice, and well, so you're kids always kids don't have to have their father's. last They name. don't have to have that father's name, but there's almost no choice in a married couple, what last name is put on. They never asked me what last name I wanted to give the kids.
1: Yeah, all you have to do is just tell them what you want on the birth certificate. It doesn't even have nobody to be, asked me? Doesn't even have to be anybody's last name. Nobody asked me. you can literally name your kids then then the fuck then, you then
2: want. in that case the problem is the assumption as opposed
1: right. to the practice. Yeah, I'm not I, no no I'm but, not so I'm not trying to say so, it in so a it's still way a problem. So yeah. this is it's just a different
3: problem. For instance, yeah. when I called my father and t- I called <sighs> my dad or my dad called me after I got engaged and he goes, "So I heard you didn't want my last name anymore." And that moment will always stick with me. Because here's a man who has always supported my independence as a woman. He has never, ever tried to tell me what I should do with my life or anything like that. My dad has always supported me in being independent and as strong as I can possibly be. He is half the reason I am as strong as I am. And for him to say to me, I heard you didn't want my last name anymore. It hit me like, a, like just a punch in the gut. Like, Wow. wow. I have been so identified as I like. As I belong to you. I have to disassociate myself with you to belong to some other man. Fuck that noise. And that is what these women are talking about in two one. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why I identify with it so much because one of my first moments of, like, a true feminist break came. Like I've always been a feminist, always. But having that true moment of like this, this is how this actually affects me to my core. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how to respond to it. Is almost exactly the same thing that they're talking about in two one. Is why do I have to be so tied to and identified with these men? And when you take a like a zoom out look on these two women's lives, is these. Four men run around just doing crazy ass shit around them? If somebody would have just, just basically
2: like, simultaneously all four of them falling yeah. into the same bucket and yeah. they are just standing around going like shrugging.
3: Could someone up there help us? And the women are looking down going, I guess it's um is that us again? Is that us? Fine, but you're gonna take all the credit for fixing it, aren't you? Yeah. Okay, so
5: but I think the question of agency of women gets really interesting with this play because I don't think that Adriana and Luciana have that much, but they're aware of not having right, agency, and
1: they the also they also don't insane. have none.
5: They don't have none, uh, but they're aware, and I I feel like that's kind of what's what the a commentary lot of the time, though. That's the commentary is that they're aware that they don't have a lot of agency. And that's the world. And
3: that's that what they they're talking in. about. So the third female character in this has more agency than they do.
5: Yes. The, the courtesan. The courtesan.
3: The, the abbess. I don't even consider it. The abbess doesn't even count. <laughs> she like if I I could cast her with <laughs> a well. Madre
2: ex machina. <laughs> you
3: could literally do a well placed spotlight. You'd project. Hey, Dave. Can you project Especially a picture the of a back nun? Back Just put
2: a picture of literally any woman.
3: Put a cactus. No one will notice the difference. It'll be fine.
1: Mother Teresa.
3: It'll it'll be great. So she has more agency because she's able to work outside all of the hubbub of these four men falling all over each other trying to figure (laughs) out what's going on and come up with the money and, and move things around. And then the wife comes in to also solve the problem, so all of our problem solvers are women in this, including the abbess, including yes. So every except problem. she
1: literally comes in and goes it fucking bloop.
3: And our most well, yes, our most powerful male but figure solves some problems. She does. I mean, a well placed. Our Dah! most powerful male figure was
2: in jail from the first minute of the no. play. So
3: our most powerful male figure <laughs> is actually the duke. Who's a hot mess. He's
2: not a hot mess. He's not a hot mess. He is a messy bitch who loves drama.
3: (laughs) And does a messy bitch who also loves drama props. I enjoy that. Game recognizes game. (laughs) Game (laughs) recognizes game. Which is why I'm willing to sit there at the counter at the bank going, ooh, the bottle room people are fighting again. (laughs) So.
2: Tell me a (laughs) story. So
3: our most powerful person, like social structure wise, does nothing to solve any problems. The problem he doesn't even want to deal with. He doesn't want to kill this guy. He's like, tell you what, you give me <laughs> but he has He to literally a
1: doesn't want to kill him.
3: You give me $1,000, I can make this all go away. So he's going to find a way to bend and like, like, get give around Give me him. a civil bribe. But he doesn't have, like, he does not enact any actual agency for changing the situation he doesn't like.
2: He's just there at the end of this play when it's all, like, when it's all popping off. And he's like,
0: what? Huh?
2: So again, the women
3: their actual agency is small, but they're the problem solvers. They yes. fix all of the problems and then the men take all of the credit for it. And they know about it from act 2 scene 1. They're like, "Yes,
5: this will happen but, to us." Yes, I this do will like to us. I do like that this play leaves the end a little open ended, like you don't really know what happens to these people afterwards. They're just like, we're all gonna go talk about this crazy thing that just happened. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's, like it's like we it's... talked
2: about at the start of it. It's it's the this is one of the Shakespeare one of the many Shakespeare plays that ends with uh fucking Rodney Dangerfield going, We're all gonna go and get laid
5: <laughs> But but we you don't know that like it's not it doesn't end with a wedding. Like a lot of Shakespeare's comedies do. Yes, that's well, true. It's so it's it doesn't end with with weddings. You don't know you can you can interpret the end of this play in a lot of different ways. They do pair
2: of off. Directing.
1: Well, yeah, Luciana pairs off with the other Antiphilus and Adriana Yeah, but so you goes can direct
5: her. that.
2: And the dromeos <laughs> <laughs> pair off with each other. With
5: each other. Um, As
1: they should.
2: And not the woman that they talked about. Yeah. Which they literally did for, for absolutely no reason. There's no. no point at which the script is like, and then a very large woman walks in. Mm. So there's no reason to do that scene.
5: No, yeah. please cut all of it. Yeah, yeah there's no so, point. So, anyway. There is no
3: reason to put in that whole like fat shaming scene. There's no reason. It doesn't further any kind of plot. I don't get anything from it. If you cut it out, nobody would notice it's gone. And I'm sure that the high schoolers Oh, yeah, out. they cut it completely. There's no reason
1: to do it. Um, I mean, it's the at-
2: easiest cut.
0: And? Is it the easiest cut in Shakespeare?
1: Yes.
3: Because <laughs> mm,
2: heck
1: I, yeah. Buh.
3: I don't know. I would probably rewrite a bit of Cleopatra and Antony and just be like. And in Oh yeah, you can you can cut in- out
1: about 13 scenes in Act <laughs> 5 of Antony and Cleopatra. And
3: somebody Still... walks in and just puts a bullet in Antony's head. Still
2: Hecuba though because literally no POV character in Mackers is present for Hecuba fucking
1: Yes, you also... Running wild. You also don't need Hecuba. Yes. I, I there's think,
2: There's literally the... Uh, there are no POV characters
3: but in that scene. in the, Isn't that the one in the Polanski that is... Is that the scene that's super bloody and gross with half-naked
2: women coming out of cauldrons?
1: Well, we'll have to talk about that <laughs> when we talk about Mackers. I, but I think it's time... I am
2: prepared to talk about Polanski now. When... You all are yeah. <laughs> ready to talk, talk about Macbeth,
1: but we're going to talk. We're going to talk about Macbeth another time, and I think we're going to talk about Shakespeare another time, unless we really have to get to those because we're at an hour and. 30 which is less. the evil
5: twin, and which Dromeo is funnier? So let's let's leave that for the listeners to contemplate. Leave
3: us a comment on our Facebook page. Go find our Facebook. If page, which this twin is-, is the
2: funniest, Dromeo, <laughs> The evil twin. <laughs> is Syracuse.
3: No! <laughs> the evil twin is not Syracuse. Syracuse no. isn't cheating on his wife. Okay. Pick a, side. So, yes, pick a pick side. Pick a side.
1: Choose your Dromeo. <laughs> Choose your Antipholus. Like for Syracuse. Angry face for Ephesus. <laughs> I don't know I'm how really, the face
3: I'm, looks just, I'm really mad right now. <laughs> it's, uh, uh, it's
2: at, it's MLP, uh, Message me if you disagree with me, I will literally fight you for real. I, yes. swear, I swear to god, if you come to where I live,
1: I'll fight you. <laughs> at him on Twitter. Oh
2: at shit at
1: are we gonna do Twitter MLB. handles now? Oh well man, I could have done mine a long time ago. I'm at at yeah, all y'all code. At Viking Diesel.
3: Mine's super good for stalkers. I'm
5: at Singer Roars. <laughs> um I'm at Guy and Wrights. I uh, I'm at
1: TQ Ludley. He used to have a different one, but he doesn't use that one anymore. Nope, I don't.
3: Is that also your wizard people handle? It is. Okay, that makes sense. Is why that TQ person tried to friend me. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, this
1: has been episode forty-four of the Shakespeare <laughs> podcast. We could have gone on for hours longer. Apparently, this could it's, be it's the longest one in a while. The longest set of episodes. Yeah, we this have. is right. this
0: is certainly the longest,
1: like. Part two that we've had. Beg Not a lot to say. <laughs>
5: we'll
1: definitely have Michael back on. <laughs> eh.
5: but we just have to wait till we get another Shakespeare character as dumb
1: as, as Antipolis, Antipolis of Syracuse. Syracuse.
5: It won't take long.
1: Alright, I am Ryan Hathill.
5: I'm Beth Roars. I'm Cassie Greenlee. Chase
1: Greenlee.
5: Michael Porteous.
0: Please, <laughs> for the love of God, don't invite cops to pride. Good night, John Boy. Good Good night, night, John John Boy. Boy. No cops at Pride! What, Paul?
1: Ah, dicks.